Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, and this is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live every week on my Rogue Watson YouTube channel. This actual play series was not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. This channel, and by extension this podcast, are supported by Patreon. If you'd like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. here freelance writer player of games writer verge recorder videos and at tabletop role-playing aficionado welcome to our weekly live stream to dungeons and dragons fifth edition online role-playing adventures i am joined as always by my wonderful friends chris playing vol robin and the elegant bard of eloquence Hello. switch over our webcams to this one heather yeah. <laughs> <laughs> magnificent timing, timing magnificent was... <laughs> timing <laughs> Playing Frey, the halfling barbarian of the beast fighter. Can't guarantee she'll stay asleep, but I made it! Yeah. Rochelle playing Celeste, the half-orc sun-soul monk. Hello. Raymond playing Edmund, the human alchemist artificer. Hello. Joining the two kids club. And Reese playing Thimbleweed, the gnome swarmkeeper ranger. Someday I hope to join the two kids club. <laughs> <laughs> Stream our sessions live on YouTube every Friday evening. Watch all of our D&D sessions here on YouTube and read weekly session recaps at roguewatson.com. Watch more behind the scenes. No players allowed live streams. I know you probably don't like interruptions, but if I don't yes. ask you, like, it's just good. What, what does your shirt mean? Because I, it's going to bother me the whole time. Mine? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just say steamed hands. That's what she all doesn't right, watch. Explain to her. What? <laughs> steamed hands. What, what is this from? The Simpsons? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Alright, that's all I need it's to know. When... Okay. Located entirely in your kitchen? <laughs> the greatest uh, episode of television. <laughs> you, you see, uh, Principal Skinner has invited <laughs> uh, Superintendent Chalmers that's to his apartment. And, just, <laughs> you know, hilarity ensues. Welcome to our Simpsons where Reese just explains the whole episode of The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. I would fucking it's listen to that. Story. I would it tune into twi- that. It takes twice as long as the episode because he has to explain <laughs> like visual gags. And... In this I'm, scene, I'm selling a uh, a spinoff podcast where right. Reese just explains Simpsons and Eric just comments. I, I don't I just know. Giggle in the background the whole time. You were like probably it. like six when it aired. I don't know. I mean, six might be half an age too young. You might I was that. already 42. Which one was that? <laughs> I'm only 25 right now, guys. Uh, let's just start over. All right. <laughs> he loves interruptions. If you like to support the channel. Just, it was just an important one, you know, because, and I, I wish I had seen it before you started, but I didn't notice it. 
<laughs> and I just wasn't going to be able to focus. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm focused. <laughs> Support the channel, the podcast. Eat steamed hams. That's right. You know what? I need to start doing General Cider t-shirts. We need to start getting mm-hmm. that business going. I'm sure that'll go over real well. Anybody who doesn't get that reference. If you would like to support this channel, please go to patreon.com slash roguewatson. Patrons get exclusive access to private videos, custom 5e content, participate in monthly DM roundtables. If you want to unlock future stretch goals and include original adventures and private patron D&D games. Just and genocider new... shirts. And... No, don't overpromise. You, you got to underpromise and overdeliver. <laughs> Shout out to new... design. Fucking let me <laughs> Wow. I will turn this stream around. It's already been turned around. Shoutouts to new patrons this week. Lindsay. Our Hi, campaign. Lindsay. We use Rolltone.net for video chat. We use Discord for streaming. I use Open Broadcaster software with Streamlabs. Music is by Kevin McLeod. An original amazing character art was done by Jimmy McClure. Jimmy, we got to talk. I need a Wendigo. Previously on <laughs> Icewind Tale, Rhyme of the Frost Maiden. The Marshals returned to Bryn Chander for a long rest and a level up. The former Ten Towns continue to suffer the effects of the dragon's destruction and the everlasting night. But screw that, let's go hunting for treasure. The party set off in their reindeer-pulled wagon toward the Dark Duchess, the last known location of a pirate ship that disappeared in the Sea of Moving Ice. After seeing the remains of Bremen, they journeyed for several hours across the tundra before a blizzard set in. Frey took the reins and guided the reindeer, nearly running into an odd figure sitting in the middle of a snow pile. She hopped off to investigate, with Valravin hurrying after her. As she got closer, she saw it was a human corpse, so naturally she poked it. The ground around them heaved and shook as a massive dragon unearthed itself from beneath the piles of snow. The blizzard began to subside as the white dragon shook itself, smelling the reindeer. She spoke to the rider strapped to her back, seemingly oblivious to the fact that he was clearly dead. Many in the party recognized Aviaturus, an ancient white dragon that terrorizes ships in the Sea of Moving Ice, though she generally stays clear of Ten Towns. Bray nearly got herself killed by pointing out that the dragon's rider was dead, annoying the white worm into activating her frightful presence at the, uh, that battling... Then battling the halfling away. I just typed that. While Robin stepped in to smooth things over, and Aviatris was delighted to see a spellcaster and a storyteller this far out. He told her a tale of one of their adventures, while she snatched and noisily ate one of their reindeer. Satisfied, she set him down as he promised to tell her more stories if they crossed paths again, and she flew off. The party reharnessed their remaining reindeer and continued onward. As they neared the coast, they saw a polar bear wearing armor heading toward them. They recognized it as one of the bears that had originally pulled their wagon back in their first adventure. Thimbleweed cast speak with animals and learned that the bear was fleeing from a dragon that recently flew overhead. His master was going to be uh, not going to be pleased. Sure enough, the master caught up to it, a menacing frost giant riding a woolly mammoth with another armored bear by his side. Through broken common, the giant demanded they turn over the bear, who looked worried. When Thimbleweed tried to speak to the mammoth, the giant grew annoyed and charged. And right before we get to that, we need to finish our level ups with Edmund. Uh, Pang, you have to use it. Okay, how do I do this? Um, yeah, and then I'm going to throw you into a fight. Forgotten about the mammoth completely. All right, so next. Oh, yeah. The mammoth has not forgotten about you. It's <laughs> <laughs> my screen. All right. So, anyway, esteemed ham. <laughs> Continue. There's there's some setup you need. You gotta understand can... what the Aurora Borealis yeah. is. <laughs> this is gonna be our callback for the end of the episode. So whoever can do that will get inspiration. And I'm sure. Yeah, gotta know the history between <laughs> principal. Oh yeah, if you don't know that relationship, I regret asking. Super Nintendo, oh, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Mm-hmm. 
It's just, <laughs> oh man. Edmund getting a sweet point? average at points. At average. I guess so. I think we all went average, didn't we? Somebody got high. I think Reese got good hit points yeah. this round. All right. So, uh, so tell me about level eight artificer. Yeah. Level eight artificer. It only gives me an ability score increase. And so I'm going to increase my intelligence from a 16 to an 18. I've gotten a little more intelligence as the missions have gone on. I figure that will help because Artificer's number of spells known are dependent on your intelligence modifier and also your level. So I get two new spells to learn. And my cool skill from the last time, the Flash of Genius, it's also dependent on your intelligence modifier. Uh, so now I can do it four times. Nice. And I forget, did it give me a plus four or plus three? Um, I forget now. What I can't find it. Say? What's that? Uh, the intelligence modifier at 18 is a four. That's what you're asking? Mm -hmm. Yep. No. Um, the Flash of Genius. Oh, I don't know. You can add your reaction. Ah, so not only do I get four uses, it also increases by four points. So yeah. there's the benefit of becoming more intelligent. Yeah. So now you, can you hear that, kids? There's a benefit. Four times. So how do I do it? Do I just type it in? Do I? No, wait. Never mind. That's on your feet. I go to ability score increase. Ah, here it goes. Plus two. There we go. And spells, I'll choose later because I don't know which I want to do. But I'll probably pick something with jumping because my strength is terrible and I can't jump, as I've realized. So I'm going to learn the ways to boost my jump. Uh, and I don't know what second spell I'm going to pick. I might come back. I mean, it's not I, like I'm going to throw a giant combat at you, so you have time to. I'm very limited in level one and two spells. Um, mm. I did get any. I did not get more spell slots with this level up, so I still only have like three level two spell slots. So I can't pick too many level two stuff. Gotcha. Um, all right. So apply changes. Oh, I found a website that step by step defines this episode of right. Steamed Hams. By the way, <laughs> so I'm at sixty three hit points. The jokes. And then I also need to roll for my elixirs. So oh yeah, I know. I always I keep forgetting that one. So every long rest. Oh yep, every long rest I get two new elixirs. So I'm gonna roll two d sixes. I get a swiftness and boldness. Two. And then can you remind me how many oh, things I'm attuned to? Uh, normally you can attune to three magic items. I know, but how many am I attuned to right now? Oh, uh, I do have that information. Give me one second. Uh, you are currently attuned to your own arm, the prototype arm weapon, and then the wand of the war mage. Those are the only two I've got for you. Am I even using that wand of the war mage? Uh, I think it adds a plus one to all of your attack spells. I assume, I hope you've got that plugged in. I said I infused it into my arm. I'll have to look into that. No. I'm also going to 
um, as part of the artificer, I can infuse items. And so I've got some, like my alchemy jug is an infused item. My homunculus servant is an infused item. Mm. I actually have enhanced defense, so plus one armor. And apparently I have enhanced weapon, which I didn't realize I was using. But Boots of the Winding Path needs attunement. So that'll be my third attunement slot. Oh. Whoa, those sound awesome. Nice. They are. Basically, it's like the recall ability of a tracer. So while wearing these boots, I can teleport 15 feet as a bonus action back to a spot I was just at. <laughs> ah. I remember, yeah, we were talking about this the other day with the mm -hmm. tracer ability. That is cool. I could infuse things and give it to my party, but I'm just going to keep it for myself. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, most artificers, uh, I assume. WWED, what would Edwin do? <laughs> That's right. And then I would also like to try to craft some more Shardling arrows for my uh. fellow archer friend. I like to imagine this fight actually did start, but Edmund just went, hold on! <laughs> Let me I have some things! Yeah. I think He's been passed out this whole time. Mm. I always forget. Let me see. Crafting Shardling. So, yep. Tinker tools using intelligence. Need to make a 15. <laughs> he's also one of the most complicated long rest characters because he's got all this extra shit he's got to do. You're probably second because now you've got your little bard thing and all your songs. Right. I don't have advantage, uh, so I failed that. Um, but I think seven. on a long rest, I get two checks. So let me try it again. Sounds right. I guess short rest is probably one. Mm -hmm. Short rest is one. Well, you just count the second roll if you wanted to. The DM would let you. I would let you. Okay, well, there you go. So five more arrows for you sold me. Timbleweed. Five more. He five does more. giveth. Yeah. Five more thousand arrows. It's a lot of arrows now. <laughs> Too many arrows. Take I shall back. never use them. Hoard them in case of emergencies only. And I believe that is it for my level up. What's our final hit points look like? Sixty-three. All right. You're not last. I last. That's what's important. Uh, Who is last? It is. Who do you think's last? Your, uh, yeah. your bard of eloquence. <laughs> <laughs> Although it's pretty close. There's a pretty big range. Frey's almost twice the hit points. Yeah. Wow. Uh, let's get some initiative. Oh, we're about to battle. Oh, yeah. We're, we're about to battle. There's a, a, a giant on a mammoth is charging us. What happened to our fourth reindeer? Uh, it got eaten by the dragon. And a, a horrible bloody show as Balrovin was telling the dragon a tale. Yeah, you guys accidentally bumped into a gigantic white dragon who ate one of your reindeer, but then Balrovin pacified her by uh, oh telling her a story. And then you, you, and Edmund, you recognize a polar bear that kept, that, that came running up to you, uh, to your party, wearing armor and like a harness, like it was... Part of some oh shit that's a do 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 nat twenty on the initiative although I don't know if that counts because oh no you're not is, using it are you I'm not using the uh, it doesn't count role. it doesn't count you have to use it yep <laughs> fake me out there it's interesting it still shows up like that it is interesting yeah fake out it's actually, but I, the other the other one I rolled is an eighteen so I just happened to have high numbers yep disadvantage does not count um. And uh, so anyway, you, you recognize the polar bear as way back in session one, I believe. This wagon that you guys are using, you initially found occupied by goblins, and it was being pulled by polar bears. You all took out the goblins, 
uh, took over the wagon, pacified the polar bears, and then drove it up to town. Yes. And uh, you had to cut them loose because the town was like, we're not going to fucking, you can't park those polar bears here. And you did. You all cut them loose, and now it's been two in-game weeks, I believe. And now you've seen this polar bear again. And came running at you guys, recognized the wagon, looked like uh, he was fearful and scared. And through Thimbleweed's Speak with Animals, you learned that uh, he had a new master now. Uh, it was not the nicest sort. Um, and uh, they were out hunting, and a dragon flew overhead and scared the polar bear. And he came running and found you guys a source of comfort. However, master has come calling. It is indeed a frost giant riding a woolly mammoth with another one of these polar bears in tow. Uh, it was kind of using them like um, trained dog, basically hunting dogs. Uh, and you guys were reticent at returning said polar bear, and Frost Giant is not very pleased about that. And thus, that's where we are right now. Some initiative. Me. Not rolling for the reindeer. Yeah, some of you are still in the wagon. The others uh, were dealing with the polar bear. And then Blista is just cowering inside the wagon. <laughs> that is not her forte. Alright. Wait, did you use it though? Or do you just no, use it? I rolled a 20. Plus three. Yeah, 3.14. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh, okay. With with disadvantage on initiative, yeah. Valravin gets to go first. Somehow. Yeah. Wow. Alright, so. You are the first to react, but you see this frost giant like lower his lance, which looks like a sharpened, like mast from you just ripped off a ship or something, and just to a point, it's this gigantic spear-looking weapon. Okay. Um. Would you say that we are fighting the 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 mammoth at the, at the, right now? Uh, you, yeah, you're currently hostile to it. Okay. It's hostile to you. It, it seems to be pretty uh, loyal to. It, it seems to be very well trained. To, uh, much okay. to your shock, you don't know what polar bears are. Or, uh, well, both polar bears and mammoths typically aren't yeah. domesticated, but you you may not have much uh, experience with frost giants either. <laughs> what they're capable of. Um. Hmm. Robin was not expecting to go first. No, not at all. <laughs> None of us were, honestly. <laughs> Let's see. What shall I do? <laughs> <laughs> They're a long ways away. All right. Um, oh, I'm gonna try I've this. I almost <laughs> made a decision. And just never hasty. Um. Yes, you're the int. I'm the int, I know. <laughs> uh, as the uh, giant lowers his lance and starts to, like, uh, rush the uh, mammoth forward, uh, Valravin begins speaking, and he'll say, um, we're writing this book. Actually, what can I see? Can I see out the window and see all of this happening right now? Yeah. I mean, clearly it's... enough? Okay. Yeah. Um, I believe your uh, the wagon you ha you all have has torches on it. 
Okay. And I, th I don't remember how I set up the lighting, but I think the mammoth might actually have some, like, lanterns hanging off of them or something. So there's oh, enough. Okay. Normally it is pretty dark out here. There's no blizzard conditions, but it is pretty well lit up right now. And, yeah, you guys can see gotcha. each other across this kind of open tundra. Okay. Um, as the giant spurred on the mammoth creature, its elephantine brain looked upon its former brethren in the, in the other polar bear and these strange reindeers, and suddenly it became unsettled by the concept of attacking fellow creatures of the Arctic nature. He is going to attempt to unsettle, with a bonus action, the mammoth. And then the I mean, mammoth... It doesn't have to understand you to actually... Uh, I don't think so. That's a good question. It doesn't say. It just says, no, use your party inspiration. Not, it's the universal yeah, language of unsettlement. That's exactly. It is a creature within 60 feet of you. The only limitation. Woof, woof. And, I, and now I'm now I'm looking at the spell too because that is, that is some shouting he's doing. That's yeah. Shit, oh, I, have to, I, I, have to, I have to no. get out. I have to get out of this. <laughs> it's a deal breaker. <laughs> I'm out, I'm out. Oh no! I fucked this up. I have Just to, stick like, your head out the window. Get out! No. This is how it is playing with Gloomhaven, by the way. It, like <laughs> two seconds into his turn, it'll be like, "Oh god, I fucked this up." <laughs> He'll <laughs> be halfway through, so like, oh, you guys, you guys, I messed up. He's not wrong. I, I get ideas, and I read the fine print after the idea is fully formed. And then the fine print kind of fucks it all up. So. It'll get you every time. All right, I'm doing it, though. Five, ten, fifteen. Exit the way. Look at this. Look at this boldness. Yeah. Ooh, you love to see it. Look. <laughs> Can I try to stay to the side here, to where he's not like maybe charging me? Better him um, than me. Sure. But he'll walk up as he's walking up to the mammoth. He'll uh, keep saying, um, "And as the mammoth saw the creature wholly unknown to it, a, an amazingly handsome green elfin man." Where? <laughs> what is he the talking creature, about? Is the creature about? suddenly became besotted. His eyes sparkled, and he instantly felt that this green elven man was something to be protected, not harmed. They want to do each other. <laughs> I always knew he was weird. And I'm going to attempt to charm the mammoth. <sighs> charm a creature you can see within range. <laughs> it is a creature. You must make a yep. wisdom saving throw and also with advantage if you or your companions are fighting it. Technically, nobody's hit it yet. Yeah, but you are fighting That's why it. I asked, but uh, if hostile means fighting, I'll, yeah. I'll accept that. So I have advantage, but you also unsettled me. That's right. Oh, boy. Don't let your bond go first. <laughs> Ruin all my plans. No uh, all right. This time. And if it fails, well, let's just see what happens. All right, so advantage, wisdom save on the mammoth. Drum 16. roll. Oh yeah, what is your number? 16. 
Can I roll a three? Unsettling words will come into play. I rolled an 18 for those of you just listening. A straight up Um, mammoth so wise, but that stupid elf is so unsettling. Let's see. One of your bardic inspirations, and my my bardic inspirations are now an... uh, D8, right? Or D8, I believe. D8 at five, yes. All right, so I roll a D8. Come on, three or better. Yes! Uh, <laughs> Jeez. Just got there, so I really Just rolled a 14, there. basically. 14. All right. Uh, if it fails, saving throw is charmed by you until the spell ends, or until your companions do anything harmful to it. The charmed creature is friendly to you. When the spell ends, the creature knows it was charmed by you. This is not concentration. Nope. Who the fuck gave you this one? Ah, ah, it's a fourth level spell. It is a fourth level spell. Still, no concentration. That's crazy. Yeah. You gotta want that one. Mm-hmm. It is charmed by you, and it is friendly to you. Friendly. Okay. Well, that changes what I was gonna do. To you. Yeah, right? Yeah. to me, yes. But, yeah. But if we heard it, it breaks the spell. Yes, yes. So, Valravin will call that out and say, Do not harm the mammoth. It is not an enemy to us at this time. I may speak to it, and it will love me. <laughs> Why does it love you over me? <laughs> it is my magic. Teach me. <laughs> and I'm actually out of everything. I didn't use all my movement, so I can't I use my bonus action, so I am done here, standing in the snow. Magnificent. Ugh. All right. The mammoth is currently charmed by Valravin. Crap. And now we go <laughs> Changes to... what I was going to do. Yeah, Frey, you get to go... Uh, all right. There's still an angry bear charging you. Yeah. Uh... Also, the bear yeah, near you guys bear. doesn't look like it wants to fight. I mean, it was specifically like cowering away from its boss. Yeah, it's a it's a lover, not a fighter. Whereas this one does look like it is much more uh, drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> all right, I'll do what I was gonna do on the bear instead. Uh, all right, so ever since becoming the Wendigo, phrase uh, rage sounds a little different. So instead of laughter, the pure, unadulterated laughter that used to be it's now like a very primal scream so that way you don't know if she's swiping to the windigo again or raging oh boy gonna picture like a very (laughs) avant-garde that's really funny i should have thought of that one um so you'll just hear that that primal scream come out as, as she rages and gets her rage on um, which when I rage, I can now move half of my movement as part of the rage bonus action. Right? That's a bonus action, right? Yeah, it's a bonus action. So now I get half of my movement as part of that because of my feral instinct. So I can move 20 feet. So 5, 10, 15, 20. And basically it's like that slow walk. Of the the primal scream, and then uh, again as part of the rage, 
So many things come out of this rage. <laughs> yeah. Theme song uh, starts playing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to grow the tail this time. We'll get some tail going. Get the tail action. And then... Half my speed. Oh, okay, so sorry, the half my speed thing was part of my instinctive pounce. Um, I'll just use another 10 feet of my movement to go here. Mm. And... Because, you know, why not? <laughs> Always <laughs> reckless not? attack. Always. Oh, it's, reckless. It's like, I don't know why they give you an option to not do this. This is... <laughs> Why would that's, I rage and not do this? Come that's on. Heather's. That's he Heather's custom barbarian class. You always have advantage, but you people always have advantage against <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. it's easier to remember. Yeah, when <laughs> when you don't do that. So I'm assuming a 23 will hit. The bear has armor, but yeah, 23 will still hit an armored bear. Okay, so this is going to take a second. So there's the damage for the hit. And wow. then I'm also going to go ahead and use my fighting style menacing attack maneuver. Which I will go ahead and use my superiority die. I roll it. I add it to the damage. The target then has to make a wisdom saving throw. And on a failed save, it is frightened of me until the end of my next turn. Okay. Which I think frightened means it has to run away. If I'm remembering correctly. That's the fear spell. A Frighten, I think they have disadvantage while they're in line of sight of you and they can't move yeah. closer, I believe. Yeah, so basically it has to run away. It can't come any closer because I'm right up on it. <laughs> He's got to go backwards. Uh, you said uh, wisdom save? Yeah, it'll be a wisdom save and then I need to roll uh, for my superiority die, which is what? Oh, that bears... Wow. Oh, yeah, he, he's real frightened. Unbearably unwise. Um, I don't remember what my superiority die is. Crap, but it's not in here. Does anyone remember? Oh, I'm it's a d6. There it is. To, yeah. Yeah. 1d6. Uh, 3. Yeah, so add another 2 to the damage. So that was 18 damage. On my I'm... first attack on the bear. And now right. I'm going to do it again. That takes a good chunk out and it becomes... Fright. Uh, so I think... You have advantage now? Well, you're recklessly attacking, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, I already recklessly attacked, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Oh, there's the crit! Do -do 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 -do. Wow! Wow! That cauldron is getting full. <laughs> 17, 18, 19 damage this time. Uh, how much? 11, 17? 19. Okay. Uh, it lives, but that's massive damage from the crit. I randomly remembered. Yes, it is. Yeah. It has to make a con save. Which it fails, so the massive damage comes into play, and it is now stunned and frightened, and the attacker gains 1d8 temporary hit points. 
Please let me roll well. Please you let just me roll. Used all the ones because you in the yes. last encounter you. Oh. oh, by the way, he doesn't know already. Yeah, good point. Uh, you all have 15 temporary hit points. Yes, I think I put that in. Uh, Raymond, you might have to do that yourself. I don't think Damn I did it. that to yours. Roll a two. How that happen again? While Robin tells the best stories, that's how it happens. That is how it happens. Yeah. And he is, an, in, he is an inspiring leader. As we, all, we all have 15 hit points? Yeah. Temp, temp hit points, yeah. yeah. Do I get those again, or no? No, yeah, we, we churned through yours with the dragon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dragon. Yeah, I used all of mine already. Wow. By pissing off a dragon. All right, well, stunned kind of overrules frightened at that point because it's just. <laughs> yeah, and that's until the end of its next turn, which is coming up, but. Yeah. Another next turn, yeah. So, but it stays frightened after the stunned wears off. Okay. So. Mm. Uh, it looks like it is until the end of my next turn. It, it looks like that one-two punch. It is barely hanging on. You just like sliced and diced real bad. And it's like she'll she would turn to the the frost giant after seeing the bear almost dead and now basically cowering like the other bear is and tell him it doesn't have to end this way. Mm -hmm. She just look at him like she's literally going to point her axe at him and say, it does not have to end this way. Yeah, the giant barks out words that you don't understand in its own language, but it looks very upset and angry. I gave you a chance. <laughs> Hope uh, I don't turn into a Wendigo and kill you. It's actually this bear that goes next, but this is your friendly bear who doesn't want anything to do with this fight. Although does look at you, Thimbleweed, for reassurance. Uh, but it's not your turn yet, so it will just retreat basically back to the wagon for now. You're, very... you're doing super bear. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing great, sweetie. Protect the reindeer. Yep. Uh, the mammoth's turn. So it is charmed by Valrobin and friendly to Valrobin. The giant would love. First, it wanted to run you down, Valrobin, but now it actually seemingly just doesn't care because it saw what Frey just did to his uh, polar bear buddy. So he grabs the mammoth and attempts to rein it in. Um, and he will pull back a little bit. See if I can get both these tokens together. Oh. Alright, work with me here. One at a time. Back them up a bit. So, correct me if I'm wrong, but charm, it literally just means for you, right? Uh, well, there's also the term condition, but I don't know. Uh, let me look, look up what that okay. does. So it's friendly towards me. Uh, charm creature can't attack the, the charmer or target the charmer with harmful effects. Charmer has advantage on ability checks to interact socially. Yeah, so it yeah it, it's friendly and charmed by me. It doesn't necessarily. I don't I don't know how smart a mammoth is to know that it's these people are with me or whatever. Uh, it is a beast. <laughs> so. If you could maybe have some communication effort or something, that might happen, but for yeah, now... That's, that's, that's step two. That's step two, yeah. <laughs> I used everything on my turn to just determine. That's that's fair. Um, for now, it's... Uh, the, and the and the Frost Giant's still on top of it, so it is directing it, and, you know, anytime he even tries to get it towards you, the man, like, shakes its head, and the Frost Giant gets upset about that, but then aims at uh, Frey and charges. Frey just um, looks and goes, Come at me, bro. Yeah. And just attempts to... Gore you with the mammoth. Those two together. So that is, let's see. Gore attack. Alright, normal. So this is on you, Frey. Okay. Uh, is that your advantage roll? 
Oh, thank you. That is not, uh, I forgot you recklessly attacked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is my advantage roll then. Jeez. All right. A nine. Hang on. Oh my gosh. Yeah. It equals a 19 though. You can see within 10 feet of me, hits me with an attack roll, I can use my reaction to swipe my tail and roll a d8, applying a bonus to my AC equal to the number rolled, potentially causing the attack to miss. Yeah, why not? It seems okay. like a good idea. Use the tail. Yeah, it's charging down at you. This thing does have a 10-foot range, so I don't even have to actually get that close. 1d8. It's just that big. Uh, it's a 19, so I'm going to need a... Ties go to me, right? No, tie goes to the attacker. I don't mean a 6 or better. Might not be the Why best time to use. Why not? It only takes a reaction, right? Oh, there's a six or better. Wow. These fucking rolls. How does describe? I want to, I want to hear how a tail. How does your tail? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I I imagine it's kind of like that old cowboy whip things, so like when they do their little whippy tricks and they like whip the bottles off. It's like she whips her tail, and not it just like. Scares the mammoth enough that it just like <laughs> jerks all of a sudden. Just whipping your tail at him. Mm hmm. She's like hissing at the same time, so it's like really feral looking. Yeah. So that gave me an AC of 21. Okay. You managed to dodge that mammoth with your tail. And, uh. Really, I only needed five or better. I yeah. Think. Apparently, math is very hard tonight. Basically, just comes like pulling up. Uh, we'll leave him I want right a steamed here, ham. One steamed ham, and that's all One it does in its turn. Ham. It does that big like charge in, and you manage to deflect, and that kind of just stops skids right there. She stands back up and looks at him again and says, "I told you, it does not have to go this way." Giant's <laughs> getting increasingly frustrated. Good, uh, I wanted to jump off the damn mammoth. That's what I'm going for. Celeste, yeah. Uh, all right. Well, Celeste will run up to the mammoth giant combo and... Don't, don't punch the mammoth. Punch the mammoth. Don't punch, the mammoth. <laughs> punch it. Because he's still charmed. He's still charmed. Oh, <laughs> man. Wait, and tell me again, the polar bear is, like, frightened and what else? What conditions does he have? It's done. He's got some bad conditions, I'll be he's... honest. Uh, so there's like no one I should attack, really. I, I mean, should you just can finish off. The not disrupt this whole situation we have. I mean, the, the, I mean, I don't know if can we can we reach the giant where he's where he's on the mammoth right you now. You can't be of disadvantage because he is literally on top of a of a mammoth right now. So if you come, attack him in melee, you will have disadvantage. Come finish off the polar bear. Oh, we're 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 okay. We're not trying to like rehabilitate the, the polar bear. Well, we rehabilitated the one. This one is too far gone. Yeah. This one's got the uh, uh, the rabies. That's mm. what we tell Celeste anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this would sound like something I want to go near, though. Yeah, um, yeah, it's foaming at the mouth. It's got the rabies. This one bad. This one's bad. Cheats on its taxes last year. Well, I was I was going to do my radiant sunbolt at the at the guy because that's like my range thing. There you go. Yeah. Well, that'll but, work. Yeah. Blast him off the mammoth. Yeah. And we'll see. And then that, that would be lovely. And then he'll maybe get some fall damage. Okay. Uh, so do I, so I, that would be like a normal attack, right? Not like disadvantage. If it's a range, then yeah, it's normal. It's an 11. 
11 nights. He's covered yeah. in homemade leathers and furs the 11. and bone armor. The 11 doesn't hit. No. Okay. All right, let's try again. That's also an 11. <laughs> 11 still doesn't hit. It's, you're just no? like blasting it's these weird. bolts into the air. This is very cured leather. It's it's designed to protect him from the sun. <laughs> well, this is not going well. Um, okay, then I think instead, I'm just gonna then I'm just gonna take my rage out on the the polar bear. And I'm just gonna come over and punch the polar bear. Then <laughs> we wanted to rehabilitate I the tried. polar bear, but now she's irritated. So <laughs> I tried. Polar bear's getting punched in the face. Oh! Hey. oh! Wow! <laughs> wow! Another crit! Holy crap! What comes to poor polar bear? Comes to beating up defenseless this animals. Fucking bear. You, you guys just never even talked to this bear. <laughs> it's snarled at us. Now we don't have to. No, uh, Celeste absolutely just fucking knocks its head. <laughs> just does a little roundhouse kick, and the bear just slumps down. Jeez. Two crits. Oh, brutal. I'm only saying it so that we keep remembering, but that would trigger massive damage, right? If it, if she hadn't knocked him out? If the bear had out. survived, yes, that would trigger okay. massive damage again. Yes. I don't know if we ever had somebody have two massive damage on top. I don't know a rule for that, actually, if they oh, if you yeah. can have multiple massive damage effects. I'd, At once? I'll see why not. Certainly wouldn't yeah. come up very often, but that almost came up. All right. Anything else, Celeste? That's it. Alright. The giant uh, is very irritated about everything going on right now. He has insane reach with his lance. He's also wielding, as I mentioned uh, last week, he's got a bunch of nets clearly used to uh, when hunting for uh, animals. And one of them is like behind him is got a like dead seal in there. So he's going to huck a net uh, at Frey. Okay. Uh, with advantage. Huck that net. Huck that net. The seventeen hits you. That actually does hit me. Yes. Okay. Uh, you become restrained as a large net entangles you all around. Is there not a save for that? Like it's, the... a, it's a hit. No, it's like a weapon attack. Hmm. But on your turn, uh, you can either make a strength check to free yourself, or another creature can do it, or you can attempt to hack at it uh, and free yourself that way, but you would have disadvantage. Look at that little web thing. So he nets you. Then he's going to... Uh, let's see. He's going to stab Paul Robin with the lance. Of course he is. 18? Um, yeah. <laughs> let's try. I'm going to try. There's not There's not a good chance of him not getting this, but uh, Paul Robin's going to try. He's going to oh. uh, pull out one of his new spells, and as the, the giant goes to uh, stab at him, just the pages of the open book seem to just flash a silvery light up, and it distracts him momentarily. And he must re-roll the d20 and use the lower roll. Oh, just straight up impose, like, disadvantage on somebody? Uh, yep, yep. 
first level spell reaction. Okay. Uh, should I just reroll the attack then? Or... Yeah. yeah, just reroll the attack. Okay. Yeah. A 17. So. Yeah, the odds of him missing me were not great. <laughs> um, well, I will say. Um, Thimbleweed, you have advantage on your next attack roll ability check or saving throw. Can then choose the right. choose in range, can choose the Wow, what a crazy fucking spell. Who yeah, should I attack to? <laughs> the giant that's about to stand right to the middle. Uh Alright, what is it? You take twenty six piercing damage. Fucking scoop is this giant sized I should have come out here. Lance comes out and just stabs you in <laughs> the middle. Is that all your hit points? That's half my hit points. Wow. See, you would rather have taken the net. You should have given him oh, the should, net and let actually, me take in the... Well, he'll he'll do another one. He's going to do another one uh, at Frey, who is, like, oh. double advantage because she's reckless and netted. <laughs> yeah, so, but she's standing under that net. She's not... Lancing she's not. at Frey. 22. Yeah, that, yeah, that definitely hits. For thirty-one piercing, whatever. What? I mean, she is raging. <laughs> she is raging. Yeah, she's fine. Yeah. So I'm taking fifteen of that, and then minus two for my temp. So I'm really only taking thirteen. It's fine, whatever. And he's still You're shouting have to try out harder than that, DM. He's shouting out um, defiantly in giant now. What you only imagine are various curses. Thimbleweed. Uh, I have advantage. Ew. The silvery light that tried to distract the giant has now imbued you with inspiration. Oh, uh, it burns. <laughs> Tears oh. streaming down his face. I feel inspired. <laughs> the bugs don't like it. Yeah, right. I'll uh, shoot him with my short bow then. So I'll shoot him wow. with the uh, Shardlon arrow. Okay, naturally. Yes. How many of those do you have by now? Because I gave you some in the last dungeon, and then fucking uh, Ray just gave you some. I have a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just throw it on the pile. Yeah, I have a uh, well, fifteen. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And I, I, I get a lot more, so you know. <laughs> That's. Well, let me see if the. Charlotte arrow is uh is that piercing? Uh the base damage should be. I think it just has an or, or maybe not, I don't know. Let's look at the I think I think the damage was psychic actually. Uh, it is psychic, yep. Okay. Okay. So I can't reroll that one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have those. Uh, Subby, and then I'll also uh hunters mark him. Don't forget this part. Yeah, the, the oh, yeah, we... oh yeah, he's got a roll. Okay, what was the final damage on the Oh, one arrow? second. I know better than to calculate it too early. And I'll make him my uh, a favor to foe. Always hated giants. <laughs> always. Uh, always, you know, since today. <laughs> Holy crap, why Wow. Alright. <laughs> That's three, nine, eleven damage, and you roll a saving throw. Your arrows are just getting more arithmetic based every time you attack. Uh, yeah. yeah. Wisdom. God, all these fucking wisdom saves are killing me. 
Oh my goodness. <laughs> Blinded is pretty good. Blinded by the arrows. Clouds. Cloudy darkness descends over the giant's face. Um, oh, excellent. Oh, I also think everybody has advantage on him now, too. <laughs> yeah. Now I'll attack him again. Your own advantage this time. Does a 14 uh, hit, Johnny? It's 14 hit. Does not. Oh, man. Get the advantage, yeah. You rolled a 3 and a 4. <laughs> Very sad. Yeah. Well, I feel like we've had a lot of uh, really bad rolls and a lot of really great rolls in this fight already. I, yeah, I rolled a lot of really bad rolls. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it back. You, yeah. Brought the but he is blinded now. He Sorry. is blinded. That's a big deal, yeah. A good turn. How so obviously it's a giant creature? Sorry? How big is this creature? Uh, you might say he was giant. Well, I mean, the woolly mammoth is already literally huge. And then the frost giant on top of him is also huge. So it is just towering above all of you. But not large. They are not so large. The polar bear is mega size. To give you an example, the polar bear is large, and these two are both the next size larger. Huh. I forgot to reassure the polar bear. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, well they'll never good. know about your love. That's right. I think that was a good use of that arrow. He's blinded. He's pretty much can't do anything now. Yeah, pretty bad. Mm -hmm. Um, those arrows are really good. Mm -hmm. But you said don't hit the mammoth. He's still charmed. Don't hit the mammoth. Yeah, he's he is charmed. <laughs> I have plans. I have plans. For the Three turns from now, it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> All right, then I will just uh, thorn whip the uh, the giants. Goodness. 14. 14 still won't hit. Yeah. Wow. That's all I can do. A large target who's blinded, and yet still a tricky target. I know, right? I like how confident everybody is just strolling up here, though. I respect it. I'm going to. So, I've infused my boots. And basically, it just has tiny little feet that sprout out and just kind of carry me backwards. Um, All right. The boots, the boots produce feet? Oh, Nate, <laughs> you're right. Thimbleweed. If you miss with a shard on arrow, arrow, you have to make a save or suffer from short-term madness. The side effect of the shard on items. Um, Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if Edmund told you about that. <laughs> when he was giving you the arrows. Where are... I didn't mention it when I gave it to him. <laughs> These arrows are also cursed. He said the arrows are also cursed. <laughs> maybe twice. Maybe that's why I have so many of them. <laughs> maybe. Um, on a miss, you must succeed on a DC 10 charisma saving throw or suffer a form of short-term madness until the end of your next turn. Thank you, Matt, for reminding me. Oh, boy. My charisma saving throw is... Even worse now. <laughs> Ten's not high, but yeah, most people don't. Unless you're the kind of class that uses it. Oh, Tiger 2 is pretty bad. <laughs> that is pretty bad, actually. <laughs> you need to focus harder. I forgot I did turn him into a half-bug person. That didn't help. Yeah. All right, All right. You, you get to roll on the short-term madness table. 
Oh, no, no. Right. My words. Oh, movie. the flash. Oh, sorry, I missed that. Flash oh, of Genius. Wow. <laughs> oh, yes. What are you? What are your words? <laughs> this fucking Please. Flash of Genius ability is fucking. These crazy. arrows can make you mad. You have to fight. I'm so angry. <laughs> no, no, fight the anger. <laughs> I will fight use the, the anger to. Fight the madness. Think of happiness. Think of the goats. Think of goats. I was about to say goats. <laughs> Although I love how not, Nate not is like goats that betrayed you when you were a child. Other goats. <laughs> the nice goats you uh, I forgot about that goat. <laughs> the goat. Hussein <laughs> Thimbleweed. Thimbleweed. I will remember the goat that called my name upon the wind. And caress. Saved him this time. Yes, save me. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> and then we parted ways. Never to be seen again. <laughs> all right. That flash of genius ability has come in real fucking handy. Yep. Thank you. I gotta make sure he doesn't do that more than once around, though, because it does use your reaction. I'm gonna watch you on that shit. Oh, uh, yeah. True, true. Uh. That guy, that polar bear is deadsies. So we are back up at the top of Valravin. Skewered but alive. Yep. Alright, Valravin. Is he still on the mammoth, mammoth tusk? Uh, he got st stabbed by the by the frost giant's lance. Oh, oh, the lance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, okay. Yeah, it was the mammoth missed with its attack. That would have been pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> He's just a ragdoll. Just... <laughs> He's, he's fine. <laughs> Having the time of his life up there. <laughs> uh, Robin is going to use his action to conjure all of his eloquence abilities. Um, and gain the ability. As an action. <laughs> That's right. Um, and a number of creatures equal to my charisma modifier. So minimum of yeah, it's I can just do the giant and the mammoth. Uh, can magically understand me regardless of the language they speak for one, or I speak, for one hour. Um, and okay. Valravin will begin walking forward quietly, and as he's walking forward, he's whispering to this mammoth. He goes, I yeah. know your name. <laughs> <laughs> this is not who you are. <laughs> the horizon to find you. <laughs> Reese, these are Moana references. But this does uh, not define you. I mean, I was with... I, I did not. <laughs> this is not who you are. I know I was included on the Simpsons references, but this one I got. I bring it on <laughs> home. <laughs> I was just about to text you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what they're doing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the game for all of us players, is what reference is Eric making now? Because like, only half of us are going to get I include everybody by the end of the session. I've we've, we've, I've done my job with the references. Yep. <laughs> Let's say that's exactly what Ma Ryan is saying. <laughs> yep, camera pans way out, little side view. Yep, yep. And this giant has treated you unfairly, has he not? He has 
beaten you into submission, forced you under his saddle. Away, away. <laughs> and yet, you and I are so close. Wouldn't you rather depose yourself of this fearsome rider and simply take a walk with me? <laughs> All it would require is for you to shake off this... Your voice. Shake it off, shake it off. Uncouth giant on your back. That's a Taylor Swift reference. Oh! (laughs) Yeah, I got that one. I mean, if it helps, there's a video of The Rock doing it. I actually, you know know, know what we need now? Every time anybody makes a reference, in the top right corner of each each of our webcams, there's a green light or a red light (laughs) of who's understanding the current reference. Yeah. It's a red light or it's the Captain America. I understood that reference. I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to talk to the, this mammoth and try to convince him to throw off his rider and just walk walk with me. I haven't heard Taylor Swift in this house in a while. What happened? <laughs> well, we have children. I listen to it in my headphones because it's not appropriate for kids. Oh. <laughs> Oops. I play ours on the speaker. <laughs> well, Robin, get, yeah, I should hear the playlist I play with the kids around. Yeah. We got fucking Beyonce up in here. Like, it's, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, Give me a persuasion check. Okay. With advantage, because I appreciate the role playing. Okay. I mean, 27, I will take it. That's pretty good. Um,. Shake it off. But Bar- Robin literally has his hand on like the the snout now. He's like oh, yeah. leading him. Physical like... contact seals the deal. Yep. Yep. Yeah. He uh, the mammoth leans down and breathes <laughs> like all over. <laughs> Big hairy tongue comes out and just goes. Yeah, <laughs> the trunk is just all like over you. Yeah, says... hairy tongue. <laughs> <laughs> What she said. Have you seen the inside of a mammoth's mouth? No! <laughs> it's fucked up. It's just hair all over. It's just mouthful of hair. There's two tongues. One's hairy, one is not. The other one has scales. God. Um, the mammoth leans down and says, Ooh. Ooh. Don't look as strong as Mugomir, but so wise. <laughs> Can Mugomir come to? He's so strong, keeps me fed. So, do we just have to give him food? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what that's I just it. gathered. Yeah. Well, my dear, dear friend. Cold there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like eating one of your hunting dogs you were with. What's the mammoth's name? Yeah, we learned. The, we just learned the giant's name is Burgomir. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What's the mammoth's name? Uh, what's the mammoth's name, Val Robin? I'll let you name it. <laughs> name it or uh, her. Francine. <laughs> Excellent. Francine it is. Burgomir and Francine. 
most <laughs> dynamic duo of our times. That's right. <laughs> yeah, my name is Francine. <laughs> I've been working in this den over 30 years. Man, this smokes with its trunk. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want, sugar? <laughs> <laughs> So it, it appears the mammoth is uh, acquiescing to your request, yeah. but it, in terms of uh, following you and, and disengaging, but he he's gen he does generally seem to like and respect his giant rider as well. You seem to be, um, you assumed he was mean and cruel to the mammoth, but you may be realizing through this context that maybe the mammoth either doesn't think so, or maybe that's not the case, or whatever happened, but he doesn't seem to be... Um, upset with the situation, although he is very enamored with you because of the spell and, and your role playing. Okay. Um, well, at this point, Balrog just has to lie to him or her. Uh... <laughs> Why am I working for this guy? Well, <laughs> we all need a paycheck, honey. <laughs> that what, that voice needs to be your next character. Right? I, I yeah. yeah I think that is so. conjuring some. That is just... conjuring some strong visual <laughs> imagery in, in my head. And... <laughs> Late yeah. night truck stop fucking waitress. <laughs> just a big pot of old coffee and yeah, just always carrying just a carafe of half full coffee, just at all. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, I perhaps he was good to you at one time. Dear Francine, but couldn't I be better for you? <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. You're this small for me. How strong are you? <laughs> your, your rider is rather erratic and uh, unwell at the moment. You must shake him off of you and take just take a walk with me. Let me explain your situation and and how you might benefit from being my girl, not Bruno Mars. I have a dragon dick. Well, Robin can treat you so much better, uh -huh. baby. Shake your coin purse. Shake your coin purse at her. I've got two tickets to a concert. Well, when you put it like that, I guess I could uh, go with it. Go with you for a while. <laughs> Part of the band that is canonically Wait, played by Reese. Okay. Yeah, Reese, you know you're not actually playing. <laughs> I am now. He's jumped into it. There's no stopping it. Yeah. <laughs> it's taking a life of its own. Um, no, yeah, that's that seems to be what's happening. The DM must true. do as he's commanded. Do all of this. The giant also understands what I'm saying to his oh, man. Oh my god, I forgot. So you actually did include the giant, didn't you? I, I did. I did. I guess I. He understands every word that you're he saying. Yeah. But you don't understand the giant. No. All right. The giant is just yelling out in initially very confused and irritated. Um, clearly hasn't come across many magic users, I guess, especially ones that can do mind manipulation. But as soon as his mammoth started caressing you and turning around, now he's getting kind of worried. He's like, what, <laughs> like, what is going don't on you here? See, don't you see, Francine, the moment another <laughs> man steps like... in, how he overreacts? 
How angry he gets! How he treats you so terribly! Alright, honey, you lay down a bit thick. <laughs> Sephiroth, cut to the next day, just wakes up in bed as a trunk comes around the side of the bed. So, there I was. Why? Why, why, why? Oh. <laughs> you never get that smell out. Jimmy, I'm gonna need pieces of art now. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the, uh... <laughs> the giant... Uh, calls out to you, Valravin, in several places, and or several trying to like talk to you, but clearly you're not able to um, understand him. And then he finally tries to use some common and broken common. He says, "Stop this! Stop!" Will leave alone. Stop. Magics. Keep uh, there. Tell, tell me, Francine, honestly. No, <laughs> just no. ignoring you. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all magics aside, I want you to be truthful with me. Are, are you happy with Burgomire? <laughs> He pays the bills. It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't pay it. Attention to me. I don't even know. What it's, yeah, it's you. It's Reese. It's, I can't do it. It's just Reese. You can't do it anymore. It's just Reese. No, Reese is doing the mammoth. Yeah. Yeah. You're just going to have to go with whatever Reese comes up with at yeah, this point. Yeah, Reese is canonically the mammoth. Listen. I've been with him a long time, old Burgermeyer. With your sweet talking, and if you got the money, honey, I don't mind, uh, bucking this Bronco off. <laughs> but let me Very. just tell you, I've got a lot of years in this trunk. <laughs> I'll be honest, dear, I'm not sure I could handle you. Uh-oh. I wouldn't sell yourself short there. Uncomfortable right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, oh, yeah. The mammoth can talk because it, we deem it necessary right now. <laughs> Even though it makes no sense. Well, I guess technically, Thimbleweed, this is, you know what, this is what's happening oh, right now. Yeah. Thimbleweed has speak with animals. So what's happening right now is that Valravin is telling this to the mammoth. The mammoth is just bleeding and trumpeting all over Valravin. And Thimbleweed is just making all this up and saying all this to Valravin in a three-way translator. Great. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. All right, well, dear Francine, I want to be uh, fair to you and Nautical. your... <laughs> existing relationships. I mean, the spell was already go. I think ten. I mean, it's been combat. Yeah, so it the first time you cast it, I think the spell is still going on. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you've been able to translate this whole time. Whether or not it's actually what the mammoth is saying or not, <laughs> it's the general gist. Uh, I tell you what, dear Francine, I don't want to um, really get between you and your man. Uh, you seem generally happy. Perhaps if you were to just simply, and we're headed north, right? Yes. If you were to simply, for the next, let's say, hour, 
Just ride your man to the east. And don't stop for the next hour. I think perhaps then the troubles between me and my friends and your rider there would uh, cease, cease. And you could go back to your very, what seems to be a very satisfying relationship. <laughs> I will miss you, dear, but I don't want to get in the way of a good thing. <clears throat> the mammoth, yeah, shakes its head and responds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm giving you the show uh, notes and then you're coming up with everything. <laughs> the bullet points yeah. for the improv. And just go. Will I ever see you again? <laughs> Shell, just imagine if he talks like this all day tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> children. Did you did you really need to give him that inspiration? I mean, he could even teach Owen how to do it. You know, you know better better than this. Or do you just hate me? <laughs> want to hear the story next week? It's kind of what we want. Uh, yeah. yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're setting this up for a really good story. Oh. I'll go, but I want you to know something. Barovin is locked in. I, 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 and then you need to do something for me. Anything, dear. You need to live. <laughs> I will live my life to the fullest, and I will cry the name of Francine from every township. And village I visit. I swear it to you. I'll thank of you always. <laughs> this is not how I pictured this fight going, I'll be honest. Not. Well, I don't understand, Eric. Why was this not what you pictured? <laughs> how could I not? How is this not your <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean... Reese and Chris both have to get inspiration from this. That's definitely oh happening. Oh god, yeah. That's like permanent inspiration. Oh my god. Uh, Take well, Robin, that chat. Prepare for that type of shit. Well, Robin and <laughs> Thimbleweed. One of my players inevitably seduced by shambling now. <laughs> what kind of voice should I use? <laughs> well, it's going to be Reese from now on. Um. <laughs> The, the giant is apoplectic about all of this, just especially because he hears you, from what he can tell, just magically seducing his mammoth with your words. It's just now. I I will I will say this as a kind of a sad epilogue to this whole adventure. After this hour is over, Francine's gonna realize that I that I magically seduced this, her. You this, catfish, this, Francine. There may be repercussions in the future. <laughs> You're just oh, gonna get son of a bitch. You're just gonna get trunk emojis texted to you constantly. <laughs> and daggers and hearts busting up. By Robin's logic, they're gonna be well back to the south by the time he's, she figures he's that out. He's also overpromised to an ancient white dragon, and now there's a whole mammoth out. <laughs> How many debts can oh, you collect from dangerous creatures in the tundra? <laughs> yep. Oh, Francine, not again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, send Francine towards the dragon. Here we go. Let them fight each other. Oh, my God. Um, just tie, tie a little note to Francine's armor and, say, it just says, 
to Dragon from Volrobin <laughs> and just like tell her to go in the direction that the dragon went. The giant. That Reese's next character is a Loxodon named Francine. Also, the giant's <laughs> also upset because he's magically been blinded too, so he's yeah. hearing this and can't fucking see you anymore. So he just feels like he's just all right. So yeah, the giant says. Um, he just feels like a third wheel at this point. Yeah, it really exactly. does. Yeah, he's just kind of out of this conversation. This, this is where, like, like a first date, a, a, a couple on a first date are sitting at a restaurant, and the girl and the waiter have been talking for, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> They're just chatting it off. And... They're just going. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the mammoth turns to get ready to start leaving, and you all realize that basically hostilities have ceased. And the giant, finally, it, he still has the blinded condition, but kind of swings his head towards Yuval Robin and says, Ooh, magics. Strong. Killed. Bear. Bogomir. Seize. Strength. There. Sacred. Lace. Near. Jarl. Moot. Prove. Strength. It's blessing of great yours. Perhaps we will, dear. Revisit you and will you and Francine both be there? <laughs> you better hope Francine's not there. I guess Maybe. That's true. See you again. He's speaking too much common, but I'm getting it more anyway. <laughs> Mammoth Tamer. And with that, <laughs> the mammoth and the giant. Stroll out of here. Surprisingly. Goodbye, Francine. <laughs> what the fuck just happened? <laughs> uh, I think he's just got out of hands. Uh, Love will do that to you. It's right. It, it takes mysterious, mysterious ways. Um, the polar bear with you guys seems very uh, pleased at this situation. The fact that it doesn't have to go back there. And um, kind of gestures to, like, uh, have you guys remove all the armor and crap that's on him. And you could tell he just wants to, like, go back to being a free bear. His first tax would be eating his brother, probably. Yeah. <laughs> Hated that guy. He's an asshole. <laughs> Sorry we couldn't save your brother. <clears throat> we didn't try. Yeah. <laughs> you really demolished him. But uh, assuming you guys do that, then that bear is very grateful. And very grateful, you said? Very grateful. <laughs> and we'll wander off. And you all can continue. Um, I mean, technically, if you need to, you could short rest in the wagon, but I don't even know nah. if you need to do that. I mean, I could use some hit points. I mean, I'll roll a dice if we plan to do that. We'll allow it. Yeah, yeah. I I would like to short rest. I have Plus, put a new. If... Sorry, go ahead. Sure. Just say I think my. Wait, wait. Now it's your rest? song of rest now. Um, I saw. Yeah, song of rest is a D eight. And everybody gets their their fifteen temper hit points back. Also. Really? Yes. For every oh my goodness, that's yeah. huge. Yeah, that'll be short and rest just for the hell of it. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, everybody gets fifteen to, up to up to fifteen temp hit points. 
All you gotta do is listen to Paul Robin talk for ten minutes. That's right. That's right. And then, and this time it was nothing but Francine. It was it was him <laughs> practicing prose about Francine. Great, Francine the mammoth. <laughs> Good lord! I hope this is another uh, long running reference for us. I need fan art of Valravan and Francine. <laughs> I did put a new location on your map, though. What what that giant was referring to seems to be a spot you all can go. He, he <laughs> pointed out to it on your map and mentioned yeah. that it is a uh, a sacred place for frost giants where you can prove your strength and receive their blessing. It is located not too far from you all. Um, about eight miles away, but you are still a lot closer to Dark Duchess at the moment. Duchess! Nice. Okay. Robin rolling all kinds of dice from one to ten. Uh, yep. I mean, that mass, like, really, like, punctured my abdomen. It was... <laughs> How many times Imagine. do I have to tell you, Robin? stay behind the halfling? At least I got one attack off. I mean, technically you threw... Ooh, I have a weighted net now. <laughs> I'm going to need a stat thing for the weighted net, please. Uh, that depends if you were able to bust out of it or if you ripped out of it. Oh, I tunneled my way out of it because, you, you know, it's, it's, it's freaking snow. So she took her time and tunneled her ass out of that so that way she could keep it. <laughs> keep the net. Uh, I'll allow it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You, you kept a net. Um, the net is... Yeah, I gotta get a piece of paper for this. Yeah, I'm trying to... I wonder if it, there's a stat block for it. NPCs work a little bit different. Oh, I think there is. There's a weighted net? Uh, well, there's a... I'm trying to figure out what the... Prof oh, the... Okay, it's a well, it's a martial, which I assume you got proficiency in martial. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah, martial weapons. Okay, so you apply your. It's a ranged weapon though, so I think it uses your dex and not your strength. Um, to throw it. Okay. Is that right? I don't know. I'll figure it out. All right. Well, chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but um, it would be your proficiency bonus plus your dex to throw the net. So whatever that equals is your plus to hit. And then if it hits, um, the target is restrained, and they have to make a uh, DC... Well, the basic... I guess, you know what, I'll give you the giant's net, too. It was huge. I will say, if you're going to literally use the giant's net, it's going to be disadvantaged, because it is an enormous, like, U-sized net. It's not like your kind of net that you would use. You, you think Frey cares? She will still take the damn net, especially yeah. when she's raging and recklessly attacking. That's just a normal <laughs> attack, man. Uh, so it's a large or smaller creature hit by the net is restrained. I wonder if I can just type this in. You copy and paste it? It's supposed to show. Well, I didn't show last time I did it. Let's see. Yeah, it's supposed to show it right here. No. Oh, that's an error. Okay. Um, Let me, yeah, I'll just copy and paste it. Large or small creature by net is restrained. A creature can use its action to make a DC 17 strength check, freeing itself or another creature within its reach on a success, dealing 15 slashing damage to the net, AC of 12. Also frees the creature without harming it, ending the effect and destroying the net. That is because it is literally a giant-sized net. Hmm. I guess you could put in there a giant-sized net. Yep. Thank you! Giant-sized net. I mean, for me, it is a giant-sized net. Let's be honest here. 
Dex. Efficient. What's the range? Uh, the range is five slash fifteen, but you've already got you've already got disadvantage. So I would say, uh, the range is basically fifteen. Anything more than fifteen, you just straight up can't throw it. And if oh. it's anywhere up to fifteen, you just have disadvantage. Uh, you all continue. So you, you can get the short rest pretty much while the reindeer is going. Since um, I think only a couple of you had to actually short rest, so you can just kind of deal with the wagon. And continue up to the coast. The sea of moving ice stretches out before you, a featureless frozen desert. And in the very far distance, about a mile, I think. Yeah. Uh, you can see a towering frozen ship just breaking through the surface. But as you look out before you, this, this sea of moving ice, literally you can see these giant icebergs. Ice flows, I think somebody said is the, is the term to use. When they've got giant pieces of ice. You feel like you could, you know, step on them, but you also feel like there might be some trickiness in parts to crossing this area. And if you haven't already guessed, Ballista's like, there's no fucking way I'm taking that wagon across uh, this area. Ah, So the ship's, like, across the sea of moving ice? Yes. It is... Okay. Uh, it, I mean, it looks like it's stuck. It's not moving. It's like on top of one of those oh, okay. frozen iceberg things floating. But it looks like you would all have to cross for about a mile distance to Ooh, get to it. And you are not very confident that your wagon will be able to make that trip. Right. Well, I, don't, I don't relish crossing ice flows, but it doesn't seem like we have much choice. Can we um, unharness the reindeer and ride on the reindeer? Um, I mean, you could, but Blissa also says that would be a terrible idea. <laughs> She's like, these, these, they're not good. They're not uh, built for that. You're right, Morgan. We should have we should have had the polar bear stuck around for a little while longer. And <laughs> 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 him ferry us across the <laughs> like a like a little kitten. That's right. Sink your teeth in the back of my neck. No, I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you could cross, you just bled out. Uh if you guys want to plan on going across, just hoofing it, then we can do that. Let's see if I can only like, a mile, right? Yep, it's only a mile. The longest solid ice. Yeah. Very confident ice. I don't really have any magic that can help my movement here, so. Hey, does Landstride help you in this situation? Are <laughs> <laughs> ice flows not spiky plants? <laughs> Landstride? What? <laughs> that's that's last week's gag, Chris. Jesus yeah, that's Christ. right. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Uh, otherwise I need all of you to give me an acrobatics or athletics check as you begin to cross this area and basically try to very carefully you know put your steps in the most steady places and try to avoid any slippage and any ice cracks and cause any problems as you cross. Yeah. 
I'd like to use inspiration. Sure. Uh, so, wait, so we're just trying to get across the ice, like, so there's, like, water everywhere and things like that, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, it's still mostly, it, it, basically picture those, like, scenes where it's, like, a frozen lake kind mm -hmm. of a, you know, situation, but there's, like, cracks, and you can tell it can be pretty unsteady in places, but here it's a little more extreme. There's literally, like, chunks of ice floating, so you may have to, you know, do a careful walking maneuver. Thimbleweed! That's good. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's going to put that it up at 19. Can we trigger the giveaway tonight? We're getting real close. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> and Edmund Thanks. used inspiration and, and rolled a six also. Yep. I guess I should do the same thing. Well, not roll a six, but. I would not recommend rolling a six. Don't roll a six. Let's roll. Let's roll an eight. <laughs> I mean, to be fair. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's a little better. It's a little better. Uh, so I can claim like, get a climbing speed, so okay. I can climb over this ice without having to make a check. And you can climb <laughs> difficult surfaces, including upside down on ceilings without need to make an ability check. Hmm? All right, so you're I, just kind of I sticking scuttle. to... I'm scuttling. Okay. <laughs> I will accept that. Um, Right this second, uh, you all cross... And Edmund and Valravin, you both splinter, crack, or the icebergs tilt, or whatever happens, and you slip into freezing, frigid water. He's got that ring of warming on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, My so God. actually you feel like you just dropped into a pool, Valravin. Probably okay. still worrying, but... <laughs> um, I also have a climbing speed, by the way. Really? Yeah. Automatic all the time? Deft Explorer. I am now roving at level six. I'll oh, see. It wasn't Landstride. It was Deft Explorer that we should have brought. Was. <laughs> um, I have a climbing speed and a swimming speed equal to my walking speed. Wow. Jeez. All right. The Moeed is also scuttling. So some of you are extremely yeah. prepared for the environment. The smallest ones are scuttling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you both turn into scuttle mode. Just. <laughs> it's real creepy too. Just. Uh, however, two of your compatriots have fallen into the freezing water. Um, it's wow. going to require, if you want to, yeah, <laughs> if you want to, uh, it's going to require athletics checks from uh, those of you in the water to climb out with uh, disadvantage. Uh, I guess just for Edmund because you're the only one that's actually freezing, uh, or somebody else can help you out with an athletics check. I shall uh, assist the Edmund. Can I help them with my mage hand insects? Uh, describe how they work mechanically, I guess. Uh, I just send, like, a small contingent of, like, a small swarm to help pull them out of the water a little bit. Just give them enough to get a handhold on the ice flows. I could give, so. give them advantage on that, sure, on yeah. their athletics. You could send ants, because ants float, and it's like a little platform. Yeah. <laughs> True. Yeah. I'm trying to use bugs to climb up. Yeah, so just regular. Normal athletics, you said? Yes. Uh, I'm dying, guys. Uh, Edmund, give me a constitution <laughs> save. I'm dying. <laughs> Alright, you're okay right now, but you're still in the water. Can I stick my hand in there and just basically yeet him out of the water? Uh, give me an athletics this... check. Okay. 
Wait, I need to make sure I don't have like advantage on athletics checks here. Mm. That's reckless attacking. Too many gosh darn things on here now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's saving throws. I know it's not these. Those are stupid. Don't know why they're there. Is it this one? Uh, Prince in acrobatics and athletics. I have advantage on strength or dexterity checks that I make. Yeah, squat nimbleness. Alright. Squat I nimbleness. I am very nimble, so I'm gonna put my hand there and I'm gonna yeet him out of there. I'm gonna try to. Go limp! Oh, well. Uh, trouble. Yeah, you're trying your best, but Edmund is still stuck in there. Edmund, give me another con save. Uh, this was a an ability check, right? <laughs> still just, uh, yeah, it's an ability check. I'll use one of my uh my fun things. Hold on. Okay. Because if I roll a six, that makes it an eighteen. Oh, that he's got he's got flash of genius too. If he wants to use that, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let me do the flash of genius. While he's suffering. <laughs> That's right. So it makes it a 16. I, I realize that if I uh, grab your wrist rather than your fingertips, that... Uh... <laughs> that that was your genius. flash of genius. <laughs> Physics, aha. <laughs> yes, you are able to uh, pull yourself up out of that one. Right. Oh, thank you. I yeet and slide you across the ice. Cold. Yeah, I mean, you're currently in freezing cold, like, gear and stuff. What do you do about that? Like, everything is just sopping wet, and you're in the middle of the tundra. That's me? Yes, sir. You just got pulled out of a frozen ocean. I'm gonna, I'm gonna scuttle guess. over and try to do the same thing to Vol Robin, too, by the way. you damage of some sort if I don't do something about that. <laughs> Alright. I mean, it's not well, gonna go well. I, um... Turn this matchstick into a flaming sphere. Wow, okay. It's a ball of fire just appeared next to me. And um, for the next minute, I'll just make it follow us around. All right. Warming Warm you, you up. Like yeah. Follow, have the flaming sphere follow you around while you're trying to cross ice, fucking <laughs> chunks of ice in the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> melting everything behind us. Yeah. I it's got like the, a twenty-one on my athletics check to yeet Ball Robin. Yes, you do. Oh. You do yeet Ball Robin out. It's it's Thank like you, it's the angry sun from Mar that Mario Brothers level. It's just That's like, like the loop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta <laughs> jump every once in a while. <laughs> Keep on your toes. <laughs> All right. Um, with those. Antics. Uh, so yes, you're able to pull Valrobin out. Valrobin is also in the same situation, but the the flaming sphere can help warm him up. And because you are with your magical ring of warmth, you don't feel any of the effects of uh, the freeze. Right. I'm sure this would be very uncomfortable otherwise. Right. And you guys cross. So Let's... I'm gonna put it out there that as we finish crossing this, y'all just see Frey dragging the net behind her. Slowly taping the rest of the dynamite to the inside of the net. <laughs> okay. Taping the dynamite to the inside of the net. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> this is going to be real fun at some point. 
<laughs> I don't know what I'm going to use this for, but it's going to be for something. It's going to yep. be cool. <laughs> so six pieces of dynamite are now taped to the inside of this net. Sounds very dangerous. But... I'm going to blow the hell out of something. You very can. She says as you're walking across like the very yeah, exactly. the icebergs. Yeah. Uh, all right. Freaking ball away from this net. I don't need it to blow up yet. Let's see, if my math is correct, that's a 30 foot radius. So we should just. <laughs> Not be a near prey at any time. Exactly. You all cross over a very careful, tense mile until you get to what looks like a 100-foot-long ship completely encased in ice. And the top deck that you can see is about 10 feet above you. And it is you can blow above, a hole inside of the boat. Like, there's just, like, ice below it. It's, like, completely above... The water line. Oh, it's raised up? Okay. Yeah. I would like to climb up there. Uh, You, well, you know what? I would say it would require climbing equipment, but you do Thimble have, we, uh, yeah, I've got like two spider people. We scuttle. Which is scuttle. terrifying. <laughs> I including... put the net back in my bag. <laughs> I remove three pieces of the dynamite from it, thinking that that's just too much. So now it's only got three pieces. Put you that realize, in the bag. You realize that the net has a 15-foot throw speed or range and the <laughs> explosion is 30 feet wide? And yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. That might have some flaws in the plan. Yeah. So now it still only has the three sticks of dynamite in the center forming the little triangle. Uh, but yeah, um, so you all looking up at this uh, at this boat, The like I said, the deck is 10 feet above you. It's about 100 feet long. And if you want Frey and Thimbleweed, since you all have magical super climbing powers, you can just scuttle up and climb the side of it if you wish. The rest of you would have to have some means of getting up there, however. Yeah, I'll scuttle in. Can you two just take a rope up there and tie it around something? That's what I was thinking. Down? We'll just tie okay. a rope up and... <laughs> Thimbleweed says no. Yeah. I don't want to. Okay. I use right, my so own God-given abilities to get up here. You use your own. <laughs> if you can't do it, then you won't get up here. I offered to blow a hole and nobody said yes, so I left you. Got a weird bug where I have to open everybody's character sheet and then it gives me the correct token. Weird. Alright, so... Lust has 76 hit points, Edmund has 63. Oh, it's gonna be like an old version of your token. Oh. Prey, 94 to 100. Thimbleweed is 80, I think. It's the first short rest we've had where I have not had to use all of my hit dice, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. All it took was uh, charming the pants off a of mammoth. That's right. All right, so yeah, you you tie a rope to Frey and Frey scuttle Frey and Thimbleweed um, scuttle up to uh, the top of this ship while the rest of you are looking up. And this is going to be a first time I'm using uh, Roll Twenty added this feature recently where you can create dynamic lighting that blocks one way but doesn't block the other way, so you can finally do elevation properly. So cool! Yeah, yeah. it's always been a problem with the elevation. It has. Stuff. So this is a... You just kind of got to describe it. You're on the top of the hill and you can see everything, but you can't see anything. Yeah. So right now, uh, Fim uh, 
Thimbleweed and Frey, you guys can look down and see your party members off the side while the rest of you uh, are looking up at just a blank wall right there because they don't have the, the clearance. So Pretty cool. Pretty nifty. Mm-hmm. Um, is there snow up here? Uh, it is, yes, also just frost. Like, everything is literally, like, you feel like if you didn't have your magical powers, you would just be, like, like, just <laughs> super encased. Thimbleweed, watch this. And so she'll make a snowball and drop it over the edge. Uh-huh. And, <laughs> and try to hit Paul Robin with it. The boards on the Ow! the boards on the deck are cracked with frost. A large hole plunges into the depths of the hold, which is this right here. Treacherous no! frozen stairs lead up to the bow and stern, which are likewise covered in deep scratches. A less treacherous set of stairs leads down below deck. There are doors under the bow and stern, but the door at the stern is frozen in a thick layer of ice. You also hear loud thumping and growling sounds coming from below deck. Always promising. Grace throwing another snowball. <laughs> She's going for Edmund this time. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, Ray, dear, snowball's very funny, yes. Quite you can't see that it's me. You can't see a Oh, okay. Well, I, we, I assume. Then we just has left us. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Paul Robin has assumed. Uh, is the um, rope up there secured to something that we can make our way? So this over here is like stairs, right? Yes. And, Bray, you can hear the sounds of something down below to where you would be concerned about even vocalizing from where you are without possibly alerting whatever's making those sounds. She will stick her head over the railing and go, shh. <laughs> and then if yeah. she hears Balravin make another word, she will throw a snowball at his face. And go, as, as he's waving up and saying something. <laughs> how, how high is this again? Uh, this boat is about 10 feet above you, the deck of it. can jump up there. <laughs> oh, flex. <laughs> I don't remember. How, how high is the normal jump speed or jump distance? Uh, I'm a, never going to. That's, that's a high. Look up, like, every every session, Yes, right? every I, session. I'm just never. I don't know. I need a post-it note on my computer. Yeah. And I, can, I, I can never remember it. So it's not no like one it's always. This, no is one a high, this is a high jump. Yeah. When you make a high jump, you leap into the vault. air a number of feet equal to three plus your strength modifier. So that would be three plus my strength. I can I can almost jump up there with step of the wind. Oh really? Mm. Yeah, well step of the wind doubles my jump distance. You would but have... I guess three plus my strength modifier is only four. four. So you could jump eight you feet. Eight feet straight. You can out. also stick your hands up and add another one and a half. <laughs> That's what I was gonna. I'm just gonna. Very tall. I'm just gonna go for it. I'm gonna spend a key point and I'm gonna right. do step of the wind and I'm just gonna jump and I'm just gonna be free. Grab me. <laughs> you jump. get hit in the face with a snowball as you make a word. <laughs> uh, give me an athletics check, Celeste, as you attempt to uh, get this maneuver off. Is, if Thimbleweed or Frey helps you, then I will allow advantage, but it seems like Frey is doing the opposite of that. It's in the rules. You can stick your hands up. Oh, thus you can reach above your distance. 
Wait, where did you find that? You could extend your arms half your height above yourself during the jump. Just look up jump. Did, mm -hmm. I, did I do the Chris thing and just stop reading it? Yes. I did. You, I probably... it's, a, it's the next paragraph <laughs> yeah, down. It sure is. Yep, yep. Plus, you can reach above your distance equal to the height of the jump plus one and a half times your height. Okay, so I think if, if all that doubles, then yeah, you can... Uh, yeah, I mean, you spent a key point. Jump. All right. Jump and scramble. I like okay. it. Yeah, you can, you can do a really cool superhero jump up onto the top. Whoa. And then as Celeste lands, Fred like literally jumps on her and puts her hand over her mouth and goes, shh. <laughs> and you can hear sounds, Celeste, after a moment after she does that, you hear the sounds of like grunting and snarling and banging from what is sounds mm -hmm. like it's coming from below you. So there's still no rope thrown down the side. Well, we don't, there is, but we don't know if it's still around Frey's waist or if she's tied it to something. I don't want to try to climb up and pull her off the edge. She's not oh, answering I, us. That's why I asked snowballs. him. Well, that's why I asked him if this was like stairs, because I would have tied mm. it to that. Wow. It's secure-ish. I mean, there's there's still like the mast uh, sticking out of the center. That's too, that's too close to the hole. Mm. She's going to tie it to the stairs. Okay. Yeah, you find there's like a railing there or something you could tie it to. Yeah. Yeah, and with that, um, Edmund and Valrobin, you all can climb without um, needing any kind of check or anything with the rope there. It's just, you okay. know, slow and tricky. Yeah. Welcome to the magic of dynamic lighting, where you can see both below and yeah. across the ship. So as I described, there is a giant hole, which leads down um, to the uh, hold of the ship. There's stairs that are the proper way down. Um, there are stairs, um, I'm just not using the map layer for it, but there are stairs that go up, uh, on the bow, the bow and the stern of the ship, uh, and everything, and there's covered in these deep scratch marks everywhere, uh, and frost covers everything, and then there are also doors at both ends of the ship as well. But the one to the south is, uh, frozen over completely. You still have that flaming sphere? Is it gone now? How long does it last? So now you have the flaming sphere. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> um, I would say you just barely still have it. If you guys huffed it across the last little bit, um, I'm going to give it to you, but you've got to act like right now with what you, if you want to use it for something. Use what? Your flaming sphere. Oh, yeah. You will? Mm -hmm. I'm feeling generous. I mean, you used it to warm your clothes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to use the last few seconds to hurl it down the hole. Oh, to hurl it down the hole? Yeah. Hurl it down the hole. This hole? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, DM. <laughs> <laughs> didn't expect that. I don't, I don't expect appreciate that, you. <laughs> I know. Your generosity was unnecessary at this point. Are you are you looking down the hole to looking down the hole? <laughs> Early down the hole, look down the hole. All right. Early down the hole. You throw the you yeah, you hurl <laughs> it that fire in the hole. Um and see as it's whisking out very dramatically, um, you peer down there and you see it's a very large I mean it's the size of what you're on right now, literally just the, the hold below deck. Um you see two main things that catch your attention uh, as you throw the last bit of that flaming sphere down. 
you see a huge pile of treasure in a corner, like enormous, overflowing with gems and coins and gold and maybe some other stuff. Uh, There's another fucking dragon here. Packed into a corner. God damn and it. then you also see glimpses of a large, hairy, uh, what looks like vaguely humanoid creature uh, kind of banging and clawing at a door down there. And obviously its attention suddenly turns around as it sees this light, this burning light come down and then fade away. Robin, you like hairy creatures, right? <laughs> that is your M.O. <laughs> I mean, I don't discriminate, dear boy. I couldn't tell this one was male or female, but uh, if you could uh, work your charm, there's a creature down there looking for some love. <laughs> Presumably. <laughs> we just assume that. We creature. assume that, yeah. How far down is that hole? Like, how, could, could we see how, how deep the thing goes until it hits the bottom? Uh, it's uh, ten feet. It's the next level down. Okay. It's the it's the bottom of the ship. I appreciate it, Edmund, but um, I'm not going to jump into a hole for love. About for piles and piles and piles. But I won't do that. <laughs> There's no treasure down there for us to just buy the sunlight back. You believe in love in the hole? Purchase some sunlight, please. <laughs> Yeah, you'll hear more stomping and kind of different tones of voice in this. So do we not? Hmm, do we not think that the stomping and voices are coming from that creature down there? I think so. Can we like listen at the hole and see if like okay, or do we hear like them coming from different places? Give me a perception check. Okay. Go over to near the hole. Near the hole. Hole adjacent. What <laughs> will a 12 get me? It's hard to tell, but you, you definitely think there's at least one thing down there that was making a lot of noise and grumbling, but then whatever Edmund did seems to have drawn its attention and um, it seems to be making slightly different noises. Do we hear if there's more than one thing down there? I'll let you give me a perception check. Take that, Valrovin. <laughs> it does sound like one thing. Um, you also hear it make a few sounds that almost sound similar to the sounds the giant was making. So you might think it may be some kind of uh, language. Who's got a language spell? Uh, surprisingly, Valrovin does not. He can make people understand him, but he doesn't have a spell to understand others. Well, crap. I don't particularly want to jump down into the hole to figure out whether this thing's friendly or not. I mean, we're going to have to go down there at some point. Well, th well, this is another way down the same place, right? Yes. These, these stairs? Mm-hmm. Why don't we, um... We should confuse it and split up. <laughs> I would confuse it. Throw my net down there. 
You could throw your net. Oh, I don't want to blow up a bunch of treasure, but. <laughs> um, Varman doesn't really necessarily want to go first, but if no one's going down these stairs, I guess I'll, I guess he will go. I love it. Freya, look at him. Go. You really want to go first? Uh, not particularly, but none of you others are going down these stairs. I'll get out of the way. Hmm. She'll sort of stomping down the stairs. Give me a stealth. Uh, are you stomping down the stairs? <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to say, give me a stealth check. As she Why goes... would you ever think that Frey is going to go quietly? Yeah. Like, ever. Uh, yeah, you oh, and Bon... Oh, uh, you're backing up now, Valravin. I see how it is. You were behind me. Huh? Yeah. As soon as you start stomping around and, like, alerting everything, like, uh, I don't uh, know. What, what are the rest of you doing while Frey and Valravin go stomping down the stairs to the guttural sounds coming from beneath? They are very loud. <laughs> he announces to everyone. <laughs> Idiot thought he could go first. Uh, You know what? I I'm gonna I'm gonna be really gracious. I'm gonna send my Spirit three thousand deluxe with them. And if you <laughs> like to you, you can use it as a scout. We'll do. I'll do my my action that makes it like uh, sentient. Okay. And sentient. it's gonna go down there. I don't know if it's useful or not, but you know, it's it's like a gesture. Yeah, it's there for moral support. Right. <laughs> I've never seen this functionality out of it before. Well, so it says it's it's kind of like broad how it's you know written, but um, so it you know basically I can command it to do things like general commands. Oh yeah. So we'll have it like kind of go and scout right ahead of you guys and run back to you if it sees an enemy. All right. Yeah. A little animated uh, walking mop. Mm -hmm. Passes in the hallway. Uh, mm -hmm. Robin and Frey, you both go downstairs. It's very dark and eerie in this hold. And immediately uh, next to you, you see a door that looks like it's been um, smashed upon, but has held firm to the rear. And then in the corner, you can see a uh, to the bow of the boat, you can see a vast uh, treasure hoard lined up but parts of it is like covered and frozen and um even sitting next to the horde of treasure is what looks like one of those crag cats that was on the mountain way back when and has completely been frozen solid just standing there in like a menacing pose and you all are entranced by all this and then suddenly you know like a horror movie just around the corner the camera pans and this giant hulking uh humanoid beast just just rages and charges at you all Hello. Yeah. And I am going to need some... Uh, you know what? Let's do it. Let's do some initiative. We got started late tonight. Make y'all do this one. I'm in the mood for a proper fight. <laughs> you didn't uh, fight for... <laughs> Frey, this is going to be a surprise round, so if you want to activate your thingy... Hell yeah! <laughs> that green at seven points. Well, Robin got screwed on his disadvantage <laughs> again. <laughs> Jeez. Second time it's happened tonight, yeah. And then a red at 17. That's very yes. strange. <laughs> wow. Uh, advantage yeah. against a 1 and disadvantage against a 20. That's and funny. again, what is going on? Yeah. Oh, it's just...
9.07? What the wow. fuck? Wow. Thank God for surprise rat, I guess. Jesus. <laughs> You're never gonna go. That is crazy. I do want to, I do want to make it clear that Varava was not standing next to her when he was going down these stairs. He was behind her. Oh, sure. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I'll put yeah. you a space over on the stairs then. Tell you what, we'll do it like that. There you go. That looks better. <laughs> <laughs> you big I, I baby. <laughs> Alright, so Frey, explain to me how your thing works. Uh, so... Get back down to it. Hang on. Uh, additionally, if I am surprised at the beginning of combat and I am not incapacitated, I can act normally on my first turn, but only if I enter my rage before doing anything else that turn. Okay, so this would be a case. So if you want to do that, then you allow you to go. Because this yeah. would be a surprise for the creature coming at you. Yeah. Alright, so you may activate your rage. Like, like the, su the surprise of the creature jumping out, like, triggers your animal form? Yeah. Instantly. Mm -hmm. Yep. Alright, so we got the rage. We got the reckless attack. We got the form of the beast. <laughs> how much How much chat pieces here do you want to read? Um, <laughs> yeah, activate all the things, flip all the switches. Let's do... Oh, let's do the tail again. Yeah, we'll do the tail again. Before you is a menacingly large, hairy, humanoid, tusked creature, and it is radiating cold uh, all around. And I got my superiority die back, too. So, Frey, even as you start your rage and your turn, being near it, mm -hmm. you take 10 cold damage. Okay. Ow. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatevs. You take it. <sighs> All right. Because we short-rested. On the way. Yeah, because I rolled my dice, so we short-rested, so I got my superiority die back. An ice troll! Ice troll. Aww. That's nice. What are we fighting? <laughs> That's right. Oh, Robin. Francine, what are you doing down here? <laughs> Told you to go the other way. Right. Okay, yeah. Alright, so we'll just uh, swing for the fences. 25 hit it? Uh, sure does. Okay. So, oh, that was really poor damage. Jeebus. Alright. Uh, but let's go ahead and use my, uh, menacing attack again. So, you, I'll roll a d6. Do you have back great, on a short rest. Do you have great weapon fighting? The one that lets you re-roll damage uh, dice? I thought we talked about that one time. I have the fighting style... It doesn't say. It doesn't say. Okay. I wasn't sure if that was your fighting style or not. I, it hey, doesn't say what my fighting style is. It just says class fighter. A level one fighter gets a fighting style, so you've got some fighting style. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's not in my character sheet. Like, at all. It just says fighting style. It's either... Oh, you took superior technique. That's what you took. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 how it. You that's the menacing that got gotcha. you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, so I'm going to roll my uh, dice. 
I forgot that was Six. a fighting style. So 13, 14, 15 damage. It needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh, oh, make me roll wisdom saving throws. Eight. So it's eight, nine, ten, eleven, plus four makes fifteen. Uh, what is your DC? 15. 15. It fails. 15, wow. Yeah, it says uh, to make a saving throw to resist the mover's effects. The saving throw is 8 plus my proficiency plus my strength or dexterity modifier. My choice. And okay. my strength one is a lot better. And it's frightened of you? It's frightened now. Okay. For... My choice. Until the end of my next turn. Okay. Uh, and then I'll swing again. I think that's everything. Yeah. 24, I'm assuming, hits it again. Indeed. For 17 more damage. That's max damage, by the wow, way. Wow, that is a lot yeah. of damage. Holy crap. <laughs> Just cutting into slices of this creature. However, it looks like it is just almost feral with um, anger and hunger. It looks like it is down to party. Although it is now frightened of you. <laughs> All right, uh, continuing the surprise round is the troll's turn, and it will in turn do the things to you. You see um, some of its wounds start knitting up as it starts its turn. Great. And I believe it has disadvantage on you because it's frightened? It has disadvantage on all ability checks and attack rolls while the source of its fear is within line of sight. And it cannot willingly move any closer to the source of its fear. But you did recklessly attack. It did. So it just cancels it? Yep. Okay. It's a regular attack. All right. So it will regularly attack you. Since I only have the one, let's switch over to this creature. Uh, it'll attempt to claw you with a... Wow, that's highlighted in white but, for some reason. Yeah, it's a 19. 19, yeah. Didn't uh, hang on. Auto roll damage, my bad. It only has one attack, so why not use my uh, reaction now? And then I get it back here in just a minute. Mm, yeah, it's reaction, right? Yeah, it's reaction. Uh, tail, yeah. Mm, 1d8. Ah, damn it. Alright. Did not roll high enough. Alright, so it's 14 slashing plus 4 cold damage. Okay. And you must succeed on a DC 15 con saver of disadvantage on your attack roll until the end of the next turn. This is going to be so many advantage disadvantage things. I don't even know how to keep track of that. I'll take 7 of that. I don't, I don't think it matters because he's frightened, so you would have advantage. Any, I guess it would cancel it. Yeah, cancel it all it, just yeah. cancels it out, and then yeah. I get my uh, <laughs> reckless attack on top of that, so I'll still get advantage. It's fine. Not if you have any disadvantage, though. It would just cancel because. Uh, no, it's, the... it's, like, it's like a long arithmetic problem that all <laughs> equals zero. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, because it's frightened, I get advantage on it because it's already frightened. Well, make make the save. Let's see if you have... It's, what is it? DC uh, 15 con? Yeah, yeah. Alright. Put that back to normal. This might be a moot point. 18. Mm -hmm. Alright, you made the save. Mm -hmm. uh, and then it's going to do that again? It only has... 
What? I thought I could only attack once. Why do we think that? Uh, yeah, it has disadvantage. I don't know. Alright. 15? That ties. That would hit then. Okay. That one is 12 slashing and 9 cold damage. Whatever. And you have to take it and make another DC 15 saving through. <laughs> She's the proper one to do it. And then it leans in and tries to bite you. What? For Got 10 piercing things. and 4 oh. cold damage. And he'd lean in to a fright when she's frightened. I mean, yeah, it, it, it cannot willingly move closer to me, so therefore it would not be able I'm being, to lean in. I'm being thematic about it. He's still within, he was in five feet of you to begin this, so yes, he has a five yeah. foot range. <laughs> Two. He very gingerly <laughs> leans his tusks forward like and gores you. Yeah. All right. Whatevs. I'm fine. All right. So that was the surprise round. So let me go up to the regular initiative, which starts with Celeste. And you hear the growling and fighting between Frey and some larger creature below deck. I rolled late. Can you reorder it so mine pops up? Like, oh, top? sorry. I missed you. Um, oh, I was away. Tending to a baby. Gotcha. Yep. You're there. Big one. You guys went boom, boom, boom on that thing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and we can't see anything from up here. It's downstairs. If you... Or just walk down. Yeah, you could walk down. I'm trying to think of the hold. You would have to. Oh. There's not really a good way to do it, because um, it's basically here. So you'd have oh. to be like here to try and see it, and I don't think you can get across there very easily. I'd allow. I, I would make you roll a uh, acrobatics check probably to try and sit here on this corner. You want to try to shoot it from above? Jump down. Only or you can jump feet. down. I'll just go down there. That's fine. So it's you want to go these to the st stairs? Yeah. Yeah. I'll go down the stairs. Okay, just scoot over to the left to your right. Yeah. <sighs> That's what Thimbleweed's saying right now. Um... Collect my broom that came down here with them. Oh, yeah. You're welcome. That You're broom welcome, was guys. flailing its arms. You're like welcome. You. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll, and I'll just attack the troll with my normal death. Twelve. Uh, Twelve does not hit a troll. It seems to have some natural tough skin and a loincloth. Is that not just hair? I thought that was just hair. Oh, you'll have to get close to find out. <laughs> just grows out the pubes until it covers an entire exactly. groin region. Oh, that oh, was... Oh, yes, That's what I was wanting. Do, 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 do. <laughs> the 20. That do your thing? I don't know what that's supposed to do. What is that going to do? Um, it's going to trigger a giveaway on the Discord channel. I'm going to do that manually, and I will do that after uh, this session ends. So stick around for the Discord. Um, I'll have it run for 24 hours, so I don't have to freak out about missing it. But um, yes, that will trigger a giveaway. Good job. Also, that does good damage. <laughs> is there a massive damage roll or something? 
There is a massive damage roll, you're right. Uh, so we got 15 damage. And... Uh, what is that, a con save? Nice troll, it's got pretty good con. Yeah, alright, it withstands oh. the massive damage. Um, if it's frightened, does that mean everybody has advantage, I think? Is that just the frightened condition? No, I, I think it's it just, just that he person. Just has disadvantage. Yeah, I think it just it's just disadvantage for him. Okay. Yeah. Until the end of my next turn, which gotcha. is about to happen. Okay. So I'm gonna spend two key points to cast Burning Hands. Mmm. Oh snap. Uh, Flames, which seems probably bad for an ice troll. Yeah, I would say. <laughs> ice is in the name. That seems fair. Ice is in the name. Uh, as a deck save for me. Okay. So, yeah, you spread that flame out, and it does not look very dexterous. I don't know what your DC... Oh, damn. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Um, it makes play. the save, which I think is, I, I assume that's higher than what your DC is. Yeah, it's, it's still not correct, and I I assume that that is higher as well, because it's it's one my character sheet is still weird because I'm not a spellcaster. Right. Uh, go ahead and but give anyway. me three d six so I can do the damage on it. Important thing is oh, when here we, oh here you go so cast it a little uh -huh. when you four that seems wow that is real bad damage a one and a one <laughs> and a two holy gazebos yep. yep that was just rolling. It throws matches at him. Yeah. Or, all right, so two fire damage. Uh, yeah, as Chad is pointing out, I don't think you're allowed to actually attack and use burning hands at the same time. I, maybe? I don't know if monks have a special rule about that. Wait, what? No. Unless it says, can you spend a key point? Oh, maybe, I, did I do the wrong? No, it's so, this is what I thought I was doing. The ability to channel the Kinesis during waves immediately after you take the action on your turn, you spend two minutes. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Thank yes. you. Yeah. It is a searing arc you, strike. You beat the chat. <laughs> you had the receipts. She came with receipts. So the good news is it didn't do a lot of damage, but you notice when you hit it with fire, when I described its wounds healing up before, you note that feature, the, the like the the wounds around its body kind of blacken and char a little bit. So you think you might have like halted its regeneration, um, at least temporarily. Nice. Okay. So if we have to, if, if for him to not heal back up, we have to hit him with fire. He took normal. Okay. It seemed like he took normal damage from the fire, but yeah, the fire did have an effect on his regeneration. Well, that's it for me. Uh, Frey. Okay. Swinging for the fences. 26 will hit him. 26 will hit indeed. For 11. Okay, hacking. It's, it's a big, beefy creature, but you are doing some serious damage. 23. Also, not even thinking about missing. For 9. And then. On top of that, um, I will activate my ice, uh, my absorbing rune. 
So as a reaction, when I take damage from the cold, I'll be able to absorb it. And then I gain resistance to that damage until the start of my next turn. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, I was supposed to do this at the beginning of your turn, um, which I think you can still use your reaction then. So this would be, since you started the turn near the troll, uh, you would take eight cold damage. Why didn't you do that for freight for Celeste? She did not start her turn near the troll. Oh, that's right. Yeah. All right. So I, I absorbed that into my axe. Okay. So, uh... Does that absorb all again, of it? It just says, uh, as a reaction, upon taking damage from acid, cold, fire, lightning, or thunder damage, I can spend a charge to activate the absorbing rune, capturing some of the energy by hefting the axe into the air. I gain resistance to the triggering damage until the start of my next turn. Oh, and the next time I hit with my axe, the target takes an additional d6 of the triggering damage, but I have a feeling that's going to heal it, so... <laughs> So you gain resistance. You still take half oh. of it. Yeah. Okay. But I absorbed some of it yeah. into the axe. You, yeah. So you would do, which in other words, you would deal that damage back. But as you surmise, yeah. dealing ice damage to an ice troll is probably not ideal. Yeah. So I think it's happened I, a couple times where it's like, a creature's doing ice da- a cold damage. I'm going to absorb it, which yeah. is good for you. But then dealing cold damage yeah. back to the creature is probably not going to. So that used my reaction for this turn. Yep. I now am resistant to the cold damage that it's going to be hitting That's me with later. That's a big deal. Yeah. Um, and uh, that's everything. Yeah. Okay, so it's frightened effect officially ends. Yes. Your turn, right? Okay. All right, Edmund. So, can I tell that the battle is happening down this hole? Yes. Okay. You can at least hear the sounds. You can't, from your position, quite see it happening. So you imagine they're kind of tucked in more down here. I'm gonna jump down the hole. Okay, um, give me a dexterity check, just to... It's acrobatics, right? Uh, sure, acrobatics works. Start with dex. Uh, you don't quite stick the landing there. Ugh. Yep. Uh, you hear a little snap, and you take two bludgeoning damage as you fall too hard on your ankle. Uh, but you do end up down here. It is uh, quite dark. You're only lit up, I think, a little bit with your natural lighting, and I think Frey kind of glows naturally with her glow axe. Here. Are you standing next to it? Uh, yes. Okay. Then I will stab at it with All a right. green flame blade. Yeah, get some more flame going. 16 does hit. 6 plus 8 fire damage. Okay. And okay. then... My cool little boots. Oh, I'm gonna teleport. You wanna go all the way back up to the top? That's pretty slick. And somehow I make it back to the top. Nice. That is pretty cool. Hello again. Yeah, he just come in, swing, and he just teleports back up. I like it. I imagine that he does the the Dorothy Wizard of Oz heel click, like tick tick, and away he goes. That's right. I heard the commotion going on down there and go to investigate. Mm-hmm. All right. You have a giant oh, ice troll. No! <laughs> it's right next to the stairs. Oh, I was not expecting that at all. All right. Vigilance! 
15 would not cut the mustard here. Ugh. <laughs> uh, I'll use my inspiration. Found its AC. Yeah, basically. 17 will cut mustard. I will accept uh, I your... My... Oh, yeah, wait. Your calculations. Yeah, Hunter's Mark would have transferred. still going on. Hmm. Make him my favored foe. Plus my swarm. Luckily, it's all D6s. What? It almost sounds like you're doing taxes. And then yeah. I've got my solar panel credit, then I've got my homeowner's <laughs> credit. And then... Re roll this credit, and then. Uh, for 18 damage. Wow. From nice. a sword stab? Jesus. Does I forgot vigilance? It is a plus one. Mm -hmm. All right, and I'll attack again. Yeah, twenty-four ought to do it. Yeah, yeah. Does uh, twenty-two? <laughs> Lordy, 20, is it doing an extra two? What is the extra? Uh, Hunter's Mark and uh, Favorite Foe. Oh my goodness. Crazy. Alright. That creature is still alive, but you did a fucking number to it right there. Holy crap. Wow. Uh, MVPC poll is still go is, is going on, so please vote for your MVPC for this session. Uh, Francine is not an option, but I appreciate it. <laughs> if you know what, if you liked Francine, honestly, probably vote for Thimbleweed because he provided a lot of the voice work for that. <laughs> uh, no, Francine deserves all the votes. Well, Robin, you're starting your turn near the troll. Ten cold damage. Am I? I am... Is it ten feet? Uh, yes. Oh shit! But you are resistant because of that ring. That's it is, true. It I is am, cold I damage. Cool. Yeah. Okay, okay, cool. That fucking like hail. What the hell is that sound? It's that storm, I told you. Jesus. It's, Stuff is crashing in our backyard, I can hear it. Trolls <laughs> ice our eyes. That's, that's not good. Did we pick wow. up the towels? I don't think we picked up anything. Oh, we left that That pool's out there, too. I think the curtain's still down. Like, yeah, I was totally unprepared for this. <laughs> I texted you. Um, I don't disagree. Varovan is going to try to save Frey some punishment, or else, honestly, all three of them. He's also going to move back, so... He doesn't want to be in Hit him. range. Hit wait, the wait. troll. When did we take cold damage? At the start of your turn. If you start your turn near the troll. Wow. Kill him. Quick. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate you, all of you getting up to the troll and then yeah. <laughs> That's right. Uh but Raven is going to uh kill insult it. the troll. I, I can't kill it. I don't do hardly any damage. You've it's got a bow troll. and arrow. He's going to speak of the beady, weaselly eyes of the terrible, ugly, smelly creature focused on a gem that the elf was holding high. And as he did so, the gem flashed with light. And he was a blinded. Blinded by the light. So he has unsettling words, and then he is gem of brightnessing. Uh, this 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 troll. My goodness. So DC fifteen con save. 
Bon is pretty good at. Fuck off! Yeah. Well, I'm a. Shit, that didn't help. Pretty hardy. 18. Pretty hardy. Alright, well, Moravin very sadly just starts striking this whole paragraph out of his book. <laughs> Another failed work. section. Yep, that's my turn. Alright, Troll is completely ravenous and crazed. And it will attempt to claw, so... I think it's just normal on everybody at this point. Or is it advantage on Frey? Did you recklessly attack yeah, last turn? Yeah, I did. Okay. We'll attempt to claw you, Frey. Yeah, that'll hit. 25 for 11 slashing and 10 cold. Ouch. Ooh, the Charlotte crown comes into play. Oh, wow. That's a lot of damage, too. Jesus. A 15 wisdom says. This is a reaction. Yes. She no, wait, I already used my reaction. She used her reaction this round. Damn it. I used the tail, I didn't did. you? did. Yeah. No, I didn't use the tail. I used the. Uh, oh, the absorbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absorbing. Yeah. Damn yeah. it. Reaction abilities. Yeah, she's actually like, yeah, a couple different things she can do for reaction. That's all. That's a tricky decision. Uh, that right, would be a pretty right. good use of it, too. Yeah. <laughs> all right, I'll take my 11 total points of damage. Alright, for its next one, it will actually use the token fate to do its target, which is going to be Frey. Of course it is. With the claws again, 16. That, that hits. Alright. Uh, for 12 slashing and 6 cold. Uh-huh. And take I need... My 12. Yeah. Uh, con saves also for the disadvantage. Case. We may get that long. And you will not fail a con save. It's nope. bite, yeah. Is Frey once again? All right. Frey, well, it's really all about. I mean, she's the tank, so it's kind of your best situation. She's gonna be taking all this damage though. Six yep. piercing and ten cold. All right. That absorbing That's... rune saved you a lot though. Yeah, it did. I'm down to thirty hit points, ladies and gentlemen. Why? Celeste, at the start of your turn, you take God six cold damage. Rolling so bad on three d six for just yeah. for being near the troll. You can feel the coldness radiating off of it. She gets the two ones, and I'm going to get max damage when he does To your satisfaction, me. though, because of all this fire damage you guys did, you did not see any of its wounds, like, knitting together. Don't forget, you guys do have the 10 hit points, so that I don't think that should quite be... Forget that. Nice. Mine were already gone. Yeah, yeah, yours are gone. <laughs> I'm aware of you using yours. Yeah. Mine were toast when we came down here. <laughs> Okay. Uh, Celeste is having a right, real right problem back. tonight I with know. the attack size. I know. Lord. Oh, no. 14? No. We gotta roll, like, double no, digits. No, it's Come a 16. On. No. Uh, right. He's gotta get above, like, an 8. <laughs> roll above an 8. <laughs> Wait, hold on. I've got, um... Dice need to go in timeout. Uh... I'll, so we okay. What if I I'm gonna spend a key point to with my focused aim to make that fourteen a sixteen? Oh. Okay. Eh. 
Attack rate spending one to three key points. Game share back two for each of these. Yeah, that sounds that sounds good. Okay. Does that hit? A sixteen does hit. Beautiful. Okay. <laughs> and then uh, if we. Wait, I... Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, you do a one-two hit there, and uh, you manage to strike that troll just across the face, and it falls down to the ground. Yay! <laughs> uh, and as it does. Cold wave erupts from everywhere. The cold wave explodes. Oh no! <laughs> that troll gets a new initiative. <laughs> What's happening? Um, you hear a crashing sound as a another one emerges from this back room with half. Oh, a, you have to be kidding half me! Half a goat hanging out of its mouth. Oh no! It's just it's like a, a leg just falls out and goes. <gasps> But that is where we are going to stop tonight's session. We did get the giveaway, which is exciting and fun. Hooray. Uh, I will set that up in the Discord before we start uh, Frostside Chat. We also have an MVPC. It is Val Robin for his magnificent... uh, Share it with Francine. Basically ending that entire combat encounter. (laughs) Thanks, honey. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Alright, what am I doing? I'll give you a share of the tips oh, tonight. Oh, right. you got double prizes. <laughs> double prize. You basically rolled a nat 20 on the damn thing, I think. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, potion of healing and a blessed uh, spell scroll. Yeah. Those will come in handy. Pretty yeah. solid. Don't forget your tank only has 30 hit points. Um, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, yeah, you, everybody else is like full hit points, so... Yep. Yeah. You'll be fine if I go down. It's fine. Yeah, you need to. Hang back a second, we'll bring you right back up. Frey <laughs> does not down. hang back a second. That's true. She's happiest when she's risking everything. All right. <laughs> that is all the time we have for the. You know, I was worried we wouldn't make it that far because of how long that giant fight took, but we actually jumped right into the dark touches pretty quick. So. Yep. That will do it for this week's session of Rhyme of the Frostbane. Thank you to Chris, Heather, Rochelle, Raymond, and Reese for playing. Thank you to our wonderful fans for watching and to the patrons. Shout out to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Tiny Dancer, Thomas, Adam, Stan, William, I'm Loud, Kyle, Brandon, Genocider, David, Nebula99, Eclectic, Role Player, Role, James, and Lindsay. Gold Patrons, RPG, Papercrafts, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcus, Dead Lizard, Lounge, Sam, Lumpy, Spuds, Drome, Nathan, Fasica, Tortoise, and James. Thank you all very much for your support. Streaming our D&D adventures every week, and we will see you next time. Bye. I gotta go batten down the hatches outside. Crap. <laughs> yeah, it's too so late weird. for that now. It's already almost over. Yeah, I guess so. What season are you guys in over there? Uh, The hailstorms are not... It's pretty regular, I think. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) God, Nick, you were just too damn good at that.